Hey lovelies, uh, this is the introduction of episode 27 of Sundays on Mars. I actually have a special guest with us uh, this episode, uh, my mother, uh, my also my best friend. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> um, we just got done recording, um, but yes, it was, it, this is a very long episode, so um, obviously what we talk about... Um, it's mostly just about my mother. Um, the main points are dealing with uh, her becoming a citizen and then um, moving states and then um, having a child. And then uh, lastly, uh, dealing with the passing of a family member um, and, you know, more little side topics that we also hit on as well. Um, but yes, I really do hope uh, you guys enjoyed this episode. Me and her, we had a lot of fun doing it. And I've also, you know, I, I love talking to my mother. Although sometimes she annoys me, um, but that's okay. Uh, but it was a really nice conversation between us two. So I hope you enjoy this episode of Sundays on Mars. Enjoy, enjoy this episode. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, thanks for the introduction, my future self. I have a very special guest here today with me, of course. Hi, I'm Maria's mom. <laughs> yes, she is. She is my creator. She's like, uh, she, well, she had a C-section. Yes, she did. I had to. Yeah, because I was a bit. I was. I was actually tangled in the umbilical cord twice. Yeah, which was not good. No, no. But um, yes, I'm going to let her introduce herself and, um, you know, tell us about, well, you grew up in Mexico, right? Yes, I was born and raised in Mexico in a small town called Reynosa. Uh-huh. And I'm 41 years old and I've been, we've been here since 2007. So I came to the States as an adult, you mm-hmm. know, um, that's all. Yeah. So you had to, but now you're a citizen now, right? Yes. Because you had to go through the whole entire. Yes, because I was here um, with documents and then uh, my documents expire. So it mm-hmm. was illegal for some time. Yeah. And then I have to become legal so I'll be able to get a good job. And then you had to take like this very stupid test. Well, it's not, it's not stupid. It's just, um, I just feel like it's a little bit too much mm-hmm. because people normally from the States, they don't necessarily know all that information. So I don't think it's fair for people that come from other countries. They have to know that. Yeah. You know, it's just like, okay, if you ask this type of questions to any American citizen born and raised here in the U.S., they're not going to pass that test. Because mm-hmm. it's a lot of history, economic, um, all like if yeah, information about presidents, uh, you know, it's just like they things that they don't teach in school, or maybe they do, but they don't emphasize. Mm-hmm. No, then then you'll easily forget. Yeah, I mean, I think I took like 
there was like uh i think i looked up on google like the questions of the citizen and then like i didn't like i couldn't pass any of it yeah so you can only um have two mistakes um yes so two? they give you a, uh, a book they give you all these like cds i mean i don't know if you know what's a cd i <laughs> Yeah. But like back in the day, they give you all of that in a book and it's a hundred questions. And out of the a hundred questions, immigration is going to ask you 10. So you have to memorize so you, you all over, 100. You, you over prepare. Yes, because out of the 100 questions, you don't know which ones they're going to ask. So you have to know all of the, all of the answers for all the 100. Yes, I know. And if you fail too, then you're out then you have to apply again wait your time and redo the test that's so dumb and then you have to pay a lot of money to that's, do it oh money of course yes it's all about here that, the yeah, government that, that tends to be in america a lot <laughs> yeah, so that's quite, that was a quite interesting uh, part of my life mm-hmm. going through the whole process of getting a green card becoming a citizen and now i'm a citizen yeah you know? and the privilege of being a citizen is that i can vote have the right to vote and be a voice for people that cannot do it. Yes. Yeah. I think once I turn, I think it's 18, right? Yes. That I, yeah. So then that'll be like my senior year. I'll be able to vote. And I don't know. <laughs> put, put my voice out there. I, think. I don't know. So tell me more about your life in Mexico, though. Like when you were younger, like my age, you know? Well, I mean, you know the story already. Mm-hmm. I mean, I come from a wealthy background. I mean, my family was not necessarily poor, but it was a little yeah. bit of poor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we still had like a, a okay house. I mean, the shower when I was growing up was outside. I mean, we had like a, um, what do you call those houses? It has like a, an outhouse. An outhouse, yeah. Yes, we had that. And then I was like 12 when finally we got the sewer system and then we got a proper toilet. Yes. <laughs> you, 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 had to, you had to like dig in the ground. No, no, no. We already have my dad dig a, a big hole. Yeah, that was, hole. that was already like there, you know. I'm not, I don't know what happened after because then they put concrete on that yeah. part. So if all that. Probably know, the worms ate it. The shit. Yeah. <laughs> the, the shit, I guess. So it was it was a happy childhood because I have my parents, like mm-hmm. siblings, but it was a struggle to grow up in my family because we didn't have a lot of the things that, that you have now. I mean, we didn't have air conditioning. We got a fan. And I mean, lucky, you know, if you have a fan for yourself because you have to share with other people. Especially with how many siblings you had. Seven. Yeah, seven. Yes. Because... When I visited for like the first, I was like, wow, this is really fucking tiny. Yeah. For like all of your siblings. So it was basically just the kitchen, um, the living room, it was like together, and then yeah. uh, two more rooms, and those two rooms is where we all sleep. Now, because of the age difference between my siblings, so when I was like in certain age, some of them, they were already gone, like for college. Mm-hmm. And my oldest, um, my older brother, he was gone. And then my sister, she married young because she was like, I'm not going to be dealing with all these kids, you know. Hell yeah. Um, so it was not always like a f- full house. But like when I was growing up, mm-hmm. I got like five that they were there still. Yeah, like on average. It'd be yeah. Like- 
So it was like, yeah, they, they didn't have no privacy. People and, be coming in and out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was just one toilet, one shower. So, <laughs> yeah, I sometimes have to use a bucket in the middle of the night because I was like, oh, I'm going to go all the way into the toilet, you know. That's, like, so different from, like, my lifestyle because I'm an only child and, like, I don't get to deal with, like, you know, like, you know, like, someone, like, always, like, coming in my room or something to bother me. Like, I'm just, like... You have your own room. You, you have privacy. Yeah. I, I did not have privacy. I mean, we had a, a banana phone in the hallway in my house. And, well, back in the day, you had, I mean, everyone will call you there and you cannot have any private conversation because... That was so here. Yeah, everybody's gonna hear it. So it's like, yeah, sure, see you there. Bye. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> that that a banana phone. Yes. Oh, like the like the uh com like the ones that I see in like TVs. Yes, it's an old. I, phone. I don't think I've seen one like in real life. Yeah. So it was a struggle growing up, but I I have some sort of a happy uh, childhood. Yeah. You know. I was a, a trouble teenager, always getting into fights. Yeah, in my house. I mean, I was I was always my, fighting with my siblings. So I guess that all that anger I was like releasing it at school and stuff like that. Then I started working, and I was fifteen when I had mm-hmm. like two silly jobs. I mean, we we'll talk about this already a lot, but I think that um, keeping my mind occupied it helped me a lot with my temper. Because then I started to realize that, like, there's, like, okay, if I just get money and just get my life better, you know, this is not going to be, like, forever. Like, I just need to work, work, work. Mm-hmm. And I was, it was, was, I was going to school, but I was working. I just wanted to work and get money. That was my main goal, just to move out of that house that I had, that I was living and, you know, all of that. Like, I just wanted to do better. Yeah. And work help was like what was like one of like your biggest goals when you were younger though like to get out of mexico or like not to like live like such like a poor life yeah i think it was that one because mm-hmm. my i mean reynosa is border with south texas so mm-hmm. i was growing up having a visa to come to the u.s yeah. like a tourist visa so to me it was not necessarily much like oh the American dream I want to go because it was it's right there I mean you've been there yeah just the only thing that separates is a bridge or yeah, the real grand yeah the big bridge and then there's like a couple bridges that you can just go back and forth yeah so I think for me my motivation was more like I didn't want to be poor right mm-hmm. I want to always still give myself my own pair of shoes rather than use my sisters my older sisters yeah. you know. So that was my motivation. I think, well, you told me when you first got your pair of shoes and then you gave them to your cousin. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> because I was naive and I thought I was, you know, doing good and stuff. But then I realized that she was taking advantage of me. Yeah. You know, because she also had a job. So it was then, but you don't see those kind of stuff until like after. Like yeah. In the moment, she was like, oh, I really like them. And I was like, oh, you can have them. Then I was like, later, I was like, so stupid i mean she couldn't buy them herself but yeah i tend to do that a lot like when when i'm like at like work you know and like they asked me if oh are you free on wednesday i wanted to say no but like i said yes well that's different because you're making but like well like there's also like with friends you know like when they like you know ask me stuff that i like want to do or something yeah you know you kind of just like you kind of just want to be nice so you just kind of 
but sometimes it's it's hard to say no and that's like what a lot of people struggle with you know like to just say no yeah well i'm practicing to say no to things you know especially if it has some sort of value yeah i'm like oh do i really need to do this do i really need to do that and i mean if you have to say no you have to say no mm-hmm. but that was when i was young you know, I didn't know the uh, the value. I was kind of naive. I was like, okay, well, it's fine. But then I was like, <laughs> yeah. But then after that, I was so sad and crying because the 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 shoes cost me a lot. And then I was like, well, she has a job too. She gotta get herself. Like it was kind of like a how do you call like um, awakening moment? Like fully. Yeah, you kind of like realize. Yeah, like I have to be more like if I work hard for something, I just have to be cautious. What do I do with it? Because it's kind of like those shoes were like a symbol of your hard work. And you kind of just like let it go so easily. Yeah. But then also it's just like I'm a nice person. So I Mm -hmm. always want to do that. But then you just have to like some people out there just want to take advantage of you. Yeah. So it's just hard sometimes. That makes sense. Most definitely. So then... Those were your younger years, and then you started getting a bit older. So then you started working in Black and Decker, right? Mm-hmm. And then that's where you met my dad. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> well, how how old were you when you started working in Black and Decker? Um, twenties. Twenties. Yes. So then, like, when you met him. Like what? Well, what was your first re- like? What? What? What made you attracted to him? I was not attracted to him at all. Like he was just persistent and resilient. Like he would like every day, and I was like, oh my god, there comes this person again. Like I was like not into it. Like you know, I mean, I like him as a friend, mm-hmm. as a person. Like you know, he'll joke around and stuff like that. But I was not attracted like to go out and have a relationship. You know, I was like no. Uh, but then he kept just kept pushing and pushing and pushing. So I was like, okay, let's do it. And that's how yeah. it happened. You know? I mean, <laughs> that makes, yeah. I mean, like, but like, j- so he kept like persistently asking. I mean, where did you like, like, did you find it like attractive that he kept trying? No, of course not. You, you were know? like, oh, that's so cute. I was just like, okay, this man is never going to give up. So I'm just going to give him a chance. Okay, he wants to go out for a date, for dinner. Okay, I'll do it. You know? And then after that, it was just like, okay, well, I kind of like these conversations. And, mm-hmm. you know, there were some things that I really like and I was attracted to it, you know. But um, it was just like a slow process. And then I got pregnant. So, yeah. I have to like either like a stay protection kids single mother or like what do I do and then we mm-hmm. just as yeah decided well, let's just live together and we didn't get married right away because I was yeah nervous on getting uh married because to be honest I didn't want to leave my hometown like come to the U.S. it was not like part of my plans yeah <laughs> so you it was like for a while we live in Mission, Texas, mm-hmm. which is border uh, with Reynosa. And you were in a daycare in Mexico side. Yes. Like I was just living in this in the US side and I was just going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Because and then I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I really want to, you know, be live permanently in the States. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then uh, the situation changed when he had to, we had to move to North Carolina. Yeah. That was the most difficult decision in my life because it's either like, do I keep my family together mm-hmm. or do I stay with my family? You know, with my family, and of course you're gonna stay with me, but like, do I stay in the Mexican side? Yeah, that was so difficult because I didn't know anybody. Like, I was like, what am I going to do? Again, my dream was not to come to deep into the United States and you know live this life. Yeah. Now I now I love my life. I love you. Mm-hmm. I mean, what we have is great, but at that time it was like yeah, it difficult. was scary. Yes, it was scary. It was like, oh my gosh, what if? Because, like, you have to take that leap. Exactly. So then we just lived there, and um, I stayed with you, and then I was illegal, and I had to do some odd jobs before I became a citizen. Yeah. It was it was a quite an adventure. <laughs> we lived in North Carolina, mm-hmm. Texas, uh, Nebraska, yeah, and now here, which is the worst state ever. Oh, my God. I, I agree. I don't know why we live in the South. <laughs> It's terrible. Yeah. I mean, we came here and that's, you know, what happened. Get separated. And I think it was the best decision for the both of us. Oh, yeah. I I think so, too. I mean, now we're friends. Uh, I like him as a friend mm-hmm. better than as a husband. Um, or we have different paths. Um, and I'm just glad now that he's doing the things that he wants to do. Because, I, I mean, I, well, he was probably also feeling, like, suffocated in this relationship where, you know, I was not feeling it. He was not feeling it. So when you when you don't feel it, just say bye-bye. Yeah. I've always wanted to ask him, like, what, like, his point of view, you know? Because, like, I've, I'm not really close to him. So he doesn't really, like, tell me all of his deepest, darkest secrets. But, like, you know, since you felt suffocated, I wonder... I mean, he probably did too, but, you know, maybe he just wanted to just stay for me, you know? Yeah. Well, I always think, like, now you have to look for the things that are going to fulfill you. Yeah. And just because you have uh, kids doesn't mean that you have to stay in a marriage that you're very unhappy, you know? Um, So now... It's like, to me, it's like, I want to me, like, I want to make myself happy. Mm-hmm. You know, I just want to do the things that I want to do. Self-love. Yes. You know, take care of myself. Um, and that's that's why now I think it's just it's better. Yeah. I think if you put, I mean, like, even just taking that step of, like, being like, I need to put myself first. I think that's, like the start of like a journey through self-love yes now i always tell you this when you fall in love and you like you know you like this person so much and like there's if there's something that you don't like do not overlook it because mm-hmm. you know i made that mistake i was like oh he's gonna change yeah this is gonna pass but you know what it doesn't change it's not gonna pass so you just have to be very um stay true to yourself and if something if there's something that you don't like about that person just think it all the way through because that's not going to change 
I assure you that it's always going to be right there. And then over the years, it's going to amplify, like it's going to get bigger. And the things that you thought that they didn't matter, is going to matter the most. Mm-hmm. So that's a good tip from your mother. Wow. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you. So <laughs> no. But like, what is it? What is it like to be a mother? It's the most wonderful experience ever. I mean, I'm not going to be a mother. Well, so. you never say never, but it's just like, it's, it's like, a, I see it like a superpower because I mean, a man, yeah, he helps, but <laughs> I mean, we, we get to have that little creature in our bellies, you know, it's like a, it's attached to us and it's yeah. just like, it's a part of you. It's a part of you and you are like creating this life inside of you, you know, that's so crazy. It is crazy, but it's wonderful at the same time. And uh, to me, it was a wonderful experience to have you, you know, I have to make some decisions uh, to get you out of my belly safely. Mm-hmm. But um, that feeling, I will never change it. Like if someone asked me what was the best day, that was the best day, January 18 at 30. You know, when I saw that little face of like an alien oh, crying, that was the best. Because, I mean, to be, I mean, let's be honest, babies, they all look like aliens. Yeah, they look ugly. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm not going to say I mean, ugly, when, I, when I got a little bit older, like baby years older, I think I, I looked cute. I had like little chubby cheeks. Oh, like, I, was, look, I was so cute. You still look cute. And then you shave your head. So yeah. It was a cute baby. I was bald for a hot second. I mean, being a mother is a wonderful gift. Yeah. I, I really... Uh, grateful that i got to that you know that you are my daughter yeah of course anybody would want me (laughs) well it's i think it's like a little bit different because we're like very close kind of like best friend close you know i mean you're still my mother you know there's still like some boundaries that we have but like we share like all of our secrets (gasps) but like you know like some mothers and daughters they don't really you know they're kind of distant, like me and dad, for instance. Yeah. Well, it's also, it has to be with the culture. And it also, mm-hmm. but it also has to be, like, my relationship with my mother, it was not, like, the best of the best. Like, yeah. I always considered myself being a daddy's girl because I was closer to to my dad. I feel like my mom was very strict. I mean, she would never tell me about, like, sex or, you know, like, uh, uh, my period, you know, stuff like that. I mean, I have to pull things out of her. And then when she would tell me, she would be like a little bit embarrassed of telling me. So I always um, thought, okay, well, I'm going to have a daughter now. I don't want to have that relationship. Like I want to have a relationship where she feels free to ask me about things rather than go to Google and find it or ask someone else and get misguided, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, if I don't know the answer, I tell you, I'm honest. So yeah, I don't know. Let's Google it and then we learn together, you know. But that's my that was my decision. I was like, okay, I want to have this kid to come to me, and the only way to come is just to try to be honest and open, you know. I mean, yeah, sometimes I'm I'm judgy, but then yeah. I'm like, okay, like I have to like remind myself that these are different times and there's a lot of things that they they were not before. So I just like, okay, just chill. Chill, chill, chill. Yeah, but that was the main reason, you know, like to have a good relationship with you, just I have to be like open-minded. 
and be a accepted accepting is yeah. that the correct word yeah something i mean what you might like it might not be the same that i like but yeah. i have to respect you for that like chocolate yes like chocolate <laughs> Do you love chocolate? I mean, I can only yeah. have a little bit. Do I dislike you because of that? Of no. <laughs> and then, we, you know, we obviously have, like, different views on stuff as well. Yes, like but pulling I mean, hair and... Um, yeah. <laughs> what is it called, this part? The armpit? The <laughs> but yeah. that's personal choice. Yeah. If you want to do it, it's fine. It's not me. I'm, I wouldn't do it, you know. But I will respect you for that, and I'm still going to love you. Unless I kill someone. <laughs> yes. That will be like the ultimate, like, no. Mm-mm. I didn't raise a psychopath. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, what was it like? Because when I was born, you were still a little bit religious, right? I was. You were in the Catholic faith. Yes. Because when, like, when, I mean, I don't really remember, like, anything of me growing up. But I remember growing up, we, like, used to go to church and stuff. Yes. But I didn't really, I didn't really fuck with it, you know? Yeah, and then when we moved to North Carolina, that's how we met a lot of our Hispanic friends, our good friends, Alex and uh, her family. But then um, right in there, I realized, like, um, a lot of things that were not clicking. And uh, then when we moved to Texas, that was... um, no, Texas, I was there for a little bit at church. And then when we moved to Nebraska, that was when I was like, okay, I'm totally separated. I don't want to deal with all of this. So I was like, and I, I'm not going to say lost. I was more like uh, disappointed because all of the things the religion teaches, a lot of people doesn't take it too hard. Mm-hmm. They just use it more like to have an excuse to judge, you know, because uh, how many times you've seen people at church and they are in the church praying and being nice, but then just get out and they start being judgy and, you know, they do things that the, is the opposite of what their religion yeah. is preaching. So I was like, I don't really want to be like that. Like, I don't, and if you start, re- I mean, I read a lot about the Bibles because growing up I was in a group they will do like retreats for young kids. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, there's a lot of things in the Bible that doesn't make sense. And then I was like, no, I'm just going to separate myself. I'm not going to deal with it. And I'm just going to let little Mars to decide with religion. She, she wants Maria. to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, little Mars, yeah. Um, they didn't want to force you to do something that you didn't want to do. So now yeah. you have free freedom to pick whatever religion you want if you want to be i mean maybe you want to be a mormon you know maybe you want to be a jehovah witnesses i mean yeah i mean i don't i don't really like religion you know i i just feel like i kind of just want to live in the present moment and just kind of have like my own i don't know just my own process of things i mean obviously i'm gonna be like nice to people but that's just like that's regular stuff. Like, you should be doing that already. But I don't really want to, you know, believe in a God. I kind of just think it's like, it's the earth. Well, <laughs> like, I, I think Mother more, Nature. <laughs> yeah, or Mother... Yeah, I believe in Mother Nature. I don't... I, I do not mess with her. Because she's... 
she's like crazy or something yeah but i mean some people i respect religious and people yeah. they like they like to go to churches um some of some of these people they just want to have something to believe mm-hmm. you know something that they think is greater than them but they don't know they are the greatest thing you know they are they are capable to do great great things they don't have to like believe in something but that's yeah. a personal choice now lately in the last couple of years you know i've been more into like buddhism and yeah. reading and listening to podcasts and because that's um not a religion it's more like a lifestyle mm-hmm. where they teach you how to train your mind to control situation I mean, not, not saying like, oh, you have to become numb, but it helps you like, you know, sometimes the feelings that we have, the emotions that we have. So it, I kind of like that because everyone, remember the other day we were talking, we were reading about it and it's like everyone yeah. can be a Buddha and a Buddha, it's a person that is awakened mm-hmm. and a, an awakened person is someone that, that knows about the surroundings and know how to react and have sympathy to people, you know, compassion, care, kind. And that's what everybody needs. Everybody needs to be a Buddha-like every day. <laughs> be like Buddha. <laughs> yeah, I know it is kind of hard to be, uh, you know, to care and be kind. But it's just remember, eh, what you put out there in the world is what it comes back. Yeah. And if you, I mean, like I have, I have bad days when I'm like, oh my gosh, like yesterday was an emotional day because of my stupid hair. But mindfulness is like like trying it like it's helping me a little like being like okay this is temporary yeah it's, it's not forever it's not forever it's gonna pass you know it's like freaking clouds they just go that's what I think when I work out <laughs> it's temporary it's temporary <laughs> but the results after are great yeah except for the soreness my legs are still sore after I had that run like two days ago or something yeah. So. Man, but definitely when I was like, cause I think I was like taking like those like classes or whatever in Nebraska, the church, mm-hmm. I was in those classes, you know, and all the other kids, they were like, wow. And I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I think, I don't know. I can't really, how many, how old was I? Was that like when we first moved there? Cause I can't really, yeah. cause I may have like seen like, you know, like media, like the internet, you know, and that may have you know, pointed my views into a different direction. Or maybe, you know, I'm I just like at that moment, like, you know, kind of just my subconscious was like, oh no. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> this is too much. <laughs> yeah. I because I mean I'm I probably overthink it, you know? Cause I mean I'm an overthinker. Like I think too much. I don't think. I just wink. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get boyfriends, Ma. <laughs> Is that how you got Michael? No. <laughs> no, that's a saying. And, you know, you don't think. I mean, because thinking is too hard. You just wink it. Like, I mean, I've never heard that easy. saying. Yeah. Um, I don't remember. I have my memory. Is bad. I don't remember where I saw, read it or where I heard it. What is it? Interest or something. <laughs> I don't know. Good quotes. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's. Yeah, Nebraska, I think, was like my favorite, though. Yeah, I think because I think it's mostly because like I grew up. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Like I made some friends in North Carolina, but like, you know, I don't really like see them. And then we moved to the south 
right yes that's that's where we are now and that's like um i'm not gonna say like mistake but it's gonna i mean this disappointment because um yes some people are nice but Mm -hmm. maybe because the color of our skin um some people treat us different and especially the place that we live is very rednecky yeah because we live in a small town yes which we thought at the time the small town living it might be good for you like uh, to experience it after coming from nebraska but then i'm like after a couple months (laughs) into it like oh this is a big fucking mistake like like i think like if it was like a small town that was more diverse yes i think probably greenville would be a good place oh oh yeah rather than here i love greenville uh more greenville is like a it's more like city it's more like there's more there's more it's more diverse yeah it's more diversity and i i would like to think it's more liberal too Oh, some parts, some, some parts, some parts, but like here, I mean, the scenery is nice. It's, I mean, I like to walk Macy and it's perfect, mm-hmm. but it's just, I don't feel the sense of community. And I just feel like if you're not from the South, from here, they treat you different. Like there's like a little Southern click, oh, you know, and they're just like really fakey to your face. Um, and I just don't like that. Um, is it because maybe if I was a uh, Caucasian, they would treat me different. Oh. May I think maybe I hope someone that is out there you can hear this prove me different, you know. But that's it. Most, yeah. So then, recently we just went on vacation mm-hmm. to Florida. Yeah. But more specifically, we went to Universal. We went to both parks on different days. Yes. And then we went to Disney, mm-hmm. which I've been to Disney like a, a lot of times yes i think you like brought me when i was like fucking zero years old <laughs> you went almost a year old yeah almost <laughs> i wasn't even a year old and i went like why, why would you bring a baby like they're not gonna remember anything of it. Well, it was your uh father's idea you know but let's just bring the baby i think it would no you were like nine uh, months old i mean that's t- <laughs> not even a year old but I mean, it was fun, you know. You still were like a little bit surprising, like here and there, like oh, oh. but not as much as later in, in, in when you were a toddler. It was more exciting and more I still don't cute remember and it. fun, you know. I mean, I have so, we have your father and I. We have so many memories of you, like taking you to these theme parks. As as you're getting older, it's it gets better. Now that I think about it. I don't think it's the memories for the child, but rather <laughs> for the parents. But rather for the parents, right? Yes. <laughs> I guess, like, kind of like, I don't know, just to like reminisce. I mean, you can also show like the photos. You know, if you take photos, you can also oh, just show. Well, you've seen all yeah, the I mean, photos that I have of you, and yeah, you know, all the trips that we have made in the past, and just to see your happy face, it was worth every single penny. Yeah. I was, very, I was a cute baby. Yeah. So then we I was went, a cute toddler. We just, now that you're like a, a teenager, then we just went back to Florida and uh, for you to have, now that you're old, older, oldish a little bit. A little bit. I, I mean, I have a job, so I guess I'm a working adult now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was like, what, since last time we went? That was like how long ago? I think it was like two, three years. Three years ago. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I started high school, so. Yeah, so it, it was a good time gap, I guess. Yeah, yeah, which was interesting. 
I, I, I love theme parks, but they kill you, like, mentally and physically. They, yeah. they actually, like, because it's hot. It is, and we tell it. It includes a lot of walking. Yeah, um, a lot of like uh, sweating. <laughs> it's because Florida is like a Florida. It's a uh, hot, sticky weather. Sticky. Yeah. So it, it, it's not really necessarily a vacation, um, but I mean, we did have uh, like a day or two to relax. So yeah, it wasn't like, too bad. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like we did all the parks in a row. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, you know, probably we did like one park and then the next day relax. Maybe wouldn't be so bad, but the time frame that we have it was not very um, helpful for us to enjoy a little bit of time off. Yeah, but I think like I mean there was like some parts like in the theme park where I mean like we had like you know a little bit of downtime. You know when we ate or when we had that acid trip with the hair. <laughs> so King Julius. King Julian. <laughs> Yeah. yeah that was oh my god that was crazy <laughs> that was insane yeah i mean it has its perks you know yeah you have um, i love the rides yes now a person that has health issues is quite oh. difficult to you know to be around like to walk around yeah. and you know it's but it is worth it i mean they i think they can ride some like especially like with wheelchair yeah you know, i like that but I think there was one ride. Do you remember the woodpecker one where they put the person in the bag? No, I don't think. I, I th- Mom, I'm telling you, they put the person in the bag, and there's like little wood strap. I, no, I think. See, I think so. I saw that disability sign on that part, but I should have asked because there's no freaking way they're gonna put a person. I mean, there was look, no security. Look, and, look, like no way. I think they do because there's a little thing for it. It says like the it has yes, a blue yes, symbol. Yes, I saw it. I saw it too. But I don't know. Next time when we go, we're just Does gonna have to ask and just verify the you know that is in fact true that they put someone there because I don't think there's not enough security. You know, it's kind of funny though. They're just like, <laughs> yeah. I don't, know. I don't know. Maybe you know, just go in there with a wheelchair. And I want to see. I want to see what they do. We'll do it next time. <laughs> I'm not bringing a wheelchair in there, though. I can't do that. No, but I, I, I think like last time we went there. I mean, I did. I mean, I think I did most of the rides. Mm-hmm. But I think I've like kind of. I mean, like I still love rides, but I think I've had. I, I have more of a, a fond with it, because like it's like downtime, you know, and it's like that, like adrenaline rush. Yeah. I mean, I still get nervous before the ride, but um, CL, when he was, like, with us, he told me, oh, I, I miss that feeling of nervous. I was like, what? You don't <laughs> get nervous? And I, I mean, like, I guess, like, that is, like, the best part, though, because, you know, you're, like, all worked up, you know? I mean, you, you can't even tell if it's, like, adrenaline or, you know, just your nerves. <laughs> and I think that's also, but, like, I mean, like, then again, like, you have like two minutes of like, you know, like complete, adrenaline. yeah, complete <laughs> adrenaline, and then like right after, you're just like, oh, <laughs> which but that's the best feeling. But I mean, it is. I mean, like you know, like you can talk about it, but like when we were waiting three hours for, I mean, that was worth it though. But like, just like my nerves were kind of like you know, like not even like up at like after like two hours, so I, I kind of just wanted to get on the ride, you know. 
Yeah. Because I was competitive and I was like, I'm getting on this ride. <laughs> well, I, I didn't see like a, like a being competitive. Like, to me, it was like a pa- patience. Like, almost. Oh. Like, I just have to be patient. And what are we going to do? All the other roller coasters were down too because yeah. there's uh, a storm that was uh, passing by. So, I mean, we were already there. Let's just wait here rather than wait somewhere else. Right. So and then we we did a lot of talking and a lot, a lot of giggling and stretching and trying to sleep around and I started working out. <laughs> I started doing push-ups. <laughs> yeah, but then we finally, I mean, we were resilient enough to stay there and finally uh get it done and I mean, it was worth it. It was a pretty fun cool. We ride. were we were in the we were the last people in line yes. for like a good bit, but then, you know, they opened it and then people were behind us, but like we were just like, you know, kind of like the last one. We were like, oh my God. And then like everyone in front of us, like. They were the same they pro- Well, <laughs> especially the people that are like, you know, right in the front. Oh my God. Yeah. They're like so close, like but they, then yet they so were, far. They were already waiting. And then they had to like, I mean, it's obviously like we saw like tons of people go down. But like the people that actually stayed, pro- bro, props to them. <laughs> they had patience. Yeah, because I think we waited like around the same time that mm-hmm. he was already going, you know, <laughs> so I mean, I don't really, but then I think, was it the first day uh, or was it the second day that uh, you found out? That it was the first day. The first day. Yeah, because we got there on the Wednesday and then we decided to go on Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. And then... You found out that um, your mother passed away. Yes. By a text. It was um, right after we f- ate uh, lunch. Mm-hmm. And before mm-hmm. we ate lunch, we were at the Woody Woodpecker roller coaster. And, yeah, uh, and that King was Julius. like, yeah, we were like all really like having a good yes. We were having a good time. Yes, we were. And it was such a strange feeling because I, I was like almost flying out of my seat for the Woody Woodpecker. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you. I saw you like going back and forth. Just don't yeah. judge But because um, it, that's not even like a like a trail ride, you know. It's yeah, like a, it's like, like a little, a, it's like a little, it's like a little kit uh, roller coaster. But I was just by myself on that seat that is designed for two, so it was just pushing me around, and I was just like so happy going back and forth. So then after we got the news, um, I was like literally, I was like in a in a roller coaster. Like I was like having such a high of happiness, yeah. and then down to the ground you know um so yeah it was it was thursday uh when i got a text saying then um your grandma my mom um passed away and of course my sister the one that she left the voicemail uh the voice message she was very um uh in tears and and and, i mean the the sound of her voice uh, she was crying because Mm -hmm. i mean my mom dying um on her arms so I am sure that it was a very traumatizing experience for her. And then when I heard that, um, then of course I felt so bad for my sister because I was there when my dad passed. Yeah. But my the only difference is that my dad passed when he was asleep. So I didn't get to, you know, I, I didn't experience what she, what she experienced because the only thing she told me before, it was like, oh, we'll just go sit down because I was trying to fix something for him and the light was on and he wanted to sleep. So he just said, can you just go and sit down? 
just turn the light like he wanted just to sleep. So then I just went and took a seat, um, just sit down. And when that happened, it was like 10, 20 minutes and then he was gone. So now in this case, um, my mom had a heart attack and yeah. she just went right on my sister's arms, which I cannot imagine how is how that feels, you know, having to see the person that raised you die into your arms. So it was a pretty um, uh, difficult moment because you're having such a good time and then yeah. you get those news and then what what do you do you know it's like for yeah for, and i remember i told you to just go and do something i'll just sit here and because i didn't know if i'm gonna have to just you know leave this place and yeah. go i mean I, I i and at that moment i didn't know what i'm going to do i didn't know what what they're gonna do and my sister gladys i talked to her and then she's like just wait because we're waiting for them to come and pick up the body and I was like, okay, I'll just wait. But that wait, oh gosh, it felt I like it was like such a long time, and I didn't know if look for tickets. I didn't know if like start driving. Like, what do I do? And then she's saying, just just wait, just wait. Then two hours later, she told me what they're gonna do. So there was not a um, way for us to go. Yeah, because she's gonna have like a short service because of COVID. Um, I was, I mean, we were driving, so we didn't have our passports. Yeah. So there was not much that we can, it was one of those things that there's not much that, that we can do and we just have to move on and continue what we were doing. Mm-hmm. And it was a very difficult decision. Um, but I have to put all my feelings that I was having in that moment in a little box and just put them in my in my purse. And just hold, just keep them there because I was, and it was you and CL and then our friends, they were coming from North Carolina. So I I felt protected at the time. Yeah. But I was like, okay, I'm just going to put these feelings in a box and just deal with them when I get back home. And then my sisters, they were like, it's okay. You don't have to move. Especially my two sisters, uh, Gladys and Karen, they were very uh, understanding of the situation that we were but we're going to go. We're going to go to Mexico. Hopefully soon. Yeah. Now, you know that when uh, Grandma was really ill back in March, when they yeah. found out about her heart issues, I went there and I spent some, times, uh, some days with her. And I dedicated myself just to take care of her during the day, um, all day, morning until night. Because we really thought back then that that was the last time, you know, for her, like, She'll go soon, right after she had that issue um, with the heart back in March. But she didn't. But yeah, that was the only reason that I went in March because my sisters they were like, "She's not gonna make it. She's gonna go." So I was like, "Okay, so I'm gonna go." But then it happened. I mean, even if, I mean, as long, I mean, as long as I mean, you did see her. Yes. And I did ask for forgiveness for all the things that I did. And um, I had those serious conversations that sometimes you have to have. Um, and when she was gone, yes, of course it hurts. I mean, it's, it's your mother. Yeah. But 
Then I also felt kind of peace because I was like, oh, well, I did spend some time now. Then that day I was struggling because I didn't talk to her before we went to Florida. So that day I was kind of yeah. like struggling a little bit because I didn't even get to talk to her. She she knew I was in Florida because my sister told her that morning, but I didn't get to talk to her like I always did, like every Monday, you know, because we that was when we left on a Wednesday. We left on a Wednesday. So that was the only struggle that I had that day. I was like, I didn't get to talk to her. Yeah, you were being very hard on yourself. Yes. yes. We, I think you definitely, you had a moment, you know, and then I think you put it, you know, like you, you weren't thinking about it for yeah. like the rest of the time. I think it was mostly because we got fucking rained on. <laughs> And then we had to see, like, the lights, you know? And we obviously could not think of anything else. You know, we're just like... And then we saw, like, the, the guard that was like, yes, I will stay. Yeah, our universal that night. Yeah. yeah. That was... um, That was uh, such a weird experience because, like, I was literally crying in the inside and then it was, like, raining. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is my my mood right now. Yeah. And then when it was I'm, pouring, yes, it was, it but then dumb. it was also like, I mean, probably all the parents would be like, Oh, fuck this, I'm not gonna stay to see this show under this fucking rain. But I was like, What the heck? I mean, like, you live only once, why not? Yeah, let's just stay here under the rain and and just watch it and just reminisce. Yeah, just just do it, you know, it doesn't matter if, if it's rain. I mean. I was just like, oh, let's just do it. And what I remember seeing mentioned, like, oh, my, my parents will say, let's go now. And I said, well, I'm not your parents. So I will stay. It's fine. If you get wet, you get wet. Yeah. And yes, we did get wet. Oh, my God. We got soaking <laughs> wet. It's soaking wet. But it was, um, yeah, it was quite an experience. And, and after that, I just have to, like, you know, deal with the day. And I felt so um, loved uh, by you and uh, by our friends because... They were very understanding and um, just feel like in that moment, I didn't feel alone. But then after we come back, that's when I was starting to be like, oh, my gosh, you know, like, yeah, who am I going to call now? Who is going to tell me to put tattoo up asshole in my forehead? You know, because that was my mom. I mean, mm-hmm. Grandma, she didn't like tattoos. So she'll be like, oh, Thank you, so they can put an asshole in your forehead. So you know she was very like a strict, and you, I mean, you know her how she yeah. was, and she was saying all these bad words and judgy and all of that. I was like, I'm gonna who now? Who is gonna tell me all these things? Me. You know? It's different. Yeah, it's different. So when we come back, that's when I was starting to feel like an orphan. Yeah, I'm an orphan. I don't have my mom and my dad. But you are an adult, you know? Yeah. I think you also have your life figured out. <laughs> well, some sort. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> but I think it definitely, if you were younger and they, you know, they both have, you know, I don't know, passed away, I think that definitely would have been. Yeah. Yeah. But it still, it feels like, um, emptiness yeah you know um you because the person that you know for so many years that you live for so many years you know it's no longer there um with my parent my 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 father was kind of different because i was there 
um, and I got to, you know, to take care of him and be with him when he when he passed. Now with my mom, yes, I was there months before this happened, but I was not there to support my sisters. Yeah, and that's that's the part that I mean, I I did. I mean, I still struggle a little bit, and I feel sad. But do um, you know what? You have to move on. And I think mindfulness is it helped me a lot in like trying to kind of categorize my feelings and be like, okay, yes, it makes me feel sad that I was not there. But there's nothing I can do about it. So then I have to just live my present time now. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and now I'm sad. <laughs> Talking about it, but... Yeah. What do you... I think... I mean, you obviously processed it, you know? Like, in the moment. Obviously. But I think once we... Especially for me, when we were... Like, like when when you first told that to me, like, my mind didn't process that, you know, because it, it takes me a little bit more. And, like, I think when we got back home, I think that's when I, like, actually did process it. I was like, she's not here anymore. Mm-hmm. And, like, I mean, I, I wasn't really, you know, you know, I wasn't really close to her. Because I think it was because of the language barrier. So I didn't really have that connection. And I mean, I I was sad, you know, but I don't think, I don't know. I, I will miss her, but it's just like one of those things that it's like, I feel, I feel like I just don't feel like, like, I feel bad. That you don't feel that emptiness like I do. Yeah. I feel bad that I don't miss her as much as you do. Mm. Um, I do miss um, when I call her, you know, sometimes. Mm-hmm. But, um, however, that I don't feel like I'm incomplete, you know, because I'm also, I mean, we move to the States for I mean, years and years. So I'm used to be away from them. Like probably if I was right there, like my sister, that she lived with my sister yeah. and she feels the, feel like she's the one with the most uh, sadness and emptiness. Probably I would, I'll feel like that if I was close, like living in the same city, mm-hmm. like my older sisters. But I just like, sometimes I just say, well, She's probably sleeping, taking a nap. Like, I don't even think that she's dead. I'm like, oh, she's just right there. You know? Yeah. Because I was used to in the past. Like, we live far away. So I would, I, like, my mind was set up. Like, well, she's home. So right now I'm just like, my mind tricks me. And, and I just think like, okay, yeah, she's still there. But now I'm in, in a different way. Like, she's dead. Yeah. I mean, you definitely were closer, though, to your dad. Yes. So I think, would you say that one hit you a bit more harder than her death? Or are they both equal in both grief? Yes. Well, they they are both, um, they're both equal and that's the sad feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's, it's different because one, I was there and the other one, I wasn't. Yeah. And then one, uh, I feel like I was more like a daddy's girl. Like you always protect me from my siblings and my, even my mom sometimes, because my mom, she was very rigid person, strict, you know, by the book. I mean, and my dad was more like, yeah, it's okay. Like more laid back, chill, ask for forgiveness, mm-hmm. you know, rather than permission. So I think I did hurt um, both. It was just different situations. Each passing it was different. Yeah. Hmm. I definitely don't want you to pass away anytime soon. Though, so <laughs> please don't die. <laughs> that, that will be like the worst day of my whole entire life. Most definitely. Yeah, because we're so close. It's okay, but yeah. if, if I die, I'll take you with me. And if you oh, die, oh God, I... don't! No, <laughs> we're not doing like a double double suicide thing. She's like, if I go, you go. <laughs> if you jump, I jump. Jump, jump. Uh, uh-uh. <laughs> you jump by yourself, girl. <laughs> no, but I think you're you're in a better place mentally with it. Yes. Like, are you at peace? Yes. With? I mean. Good. Yeah, I sometimes I don't remember. I have memories. I see pictures, and I'm like, oh. But then I understand that um, life is um, an impermanence. You know, it's not gonna last forever. So yeah. we, I know you say Lana said this, but I know <laughs> she didn't say that. It uh-huh. was someone else, uh-huh. but we were like burned, born to die. And well, when right. <laughs> when you when you were born. You, you, I mean, everybody has an expiration uh, date. It's just like we don't know when, yeah, when is it. So it's just like I'm in mean, the mindfulness teaching. This is like it, it, it was, it's good for me because I understand that everyone has to go at one point. I mean, am I gonna be okay with it? Probably not at the moment, but I'm gonna have to accept it. Yeah. And that's what I'm doing now. I'm accepting it every day, day by day. You know, it's no longer they're no longer here. I have to live my life and make my life worth something. That's good advice. That's very good. Yeah. Well, thank you for being on this uh, show. <laughs> actually, my number one supporter. You actually listen to like all my fucking episodes. <laughs> so, thank you. Um. Is there any quote that you want to say to the audience or anything that you want to go off with last words? Well, I know that sometimes um, this might be this might be a silly uh, quote, but okay. every day we are given the chance to born. You know, when you're sleeping, you wake up. It's like you're born in again. So you have to make it count every day. So I'm a baby right now. No. Are you saying wait? It's, it's what time is it? It's it's three forty eight. So are you saying I'm thirty years old? Yes. No, just like every day you get a chance mm-hmm. to do it better than the last day, like yesterday. Like today you get a chance, and then tomorrow you get another chance, and then the next day, and then the next day. No, 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 no. Yeah. So every day until you die. Yeah. Every day you get a chance to do it better. That's good advice. Well, thank you being on the show and talking to the audience my uh my nine unique listeners (laughs) Uh, but yeah it was it was really nice to have like 
this uh one-on-one talk i think we'll definitely have more i think i'll definitely we'll definitely record more episodes in the future oh thank you yeah but definitely with maybe two mics <laughs> uh, but i don't know uh, but the audio should be fine my pleasure to be here darling yes yes i mean you, you were here first so um <laughs> yes okay well as i always say <laughs> thank you for um listening to this episode of Sundays on Mars. I will see you guys in the next episode. Uh, probably just talk about, I don't know, stuff. Uh, probably mostly about my week. Probably maybe about work and soccer. Um, but yes. So good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. And I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. I love you so much. Don't be hard on yourself. You're beautiful. Be confident. And um, be a bad bitch. Love you. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>